pick your class and learn your battle points. Because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 145 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Hello there. In this episode, we'll be going over all of the highlights that have happened in the past week in the world of Star Wars Battlefront 2, including the patch notes for the bug hotfix. Let's get started. We now have the details for the most recent update to Star Wars Battlefront 2. Palpatine's back, as well as Ewok Hunt. On the post, the patch note says, Hi everyone, Emperor Palpatine and Ewok Hunt are back. The issues that required us to temporarily disable both have been fixed in this patch. In addition to that, we've deployed balancing updates to lightsaber heroes in Galactic Assault that should make them viable again. Give them a try and let us know what you think. We also addressed the stuttering upon hard lock issue in Hero Starfighter Assault. Finally, we want to thank you for your patience while we were working on addressing these key problems. Your feedback is valuable to us, so please keep sending it along as we continue to improve the game. Honestly, I don't see why they just completely remove Palpatine from the game. I mean, if something's broken, you can just put some downtime on the servers and just fix the thing. Well, the problem is it took them this long to get it fixed. Do you want the servers for Battlefront 2 to be down for a month? I mean, uh, Lando was completely broken. They didn't take him completely out from the game. They should have. But they didn't, and it worked. Not really. You know, uh, weeks and weeks without Palpatine is like weeks and weeks from a loved one. That's just like uh, the government taking a family member out from your family for weeks. Does that feel good? As long as they give them back, it's fine. We didn't, We don't know if they were giving Palpatine back or not. <laughs> What were they going to do? They're, were they trying to become the Senate? That would have been a beautiful transformation. but <laughs> So these are the more detailed changes. That was just kind of the little fluff that they have before the actual changes for the patch notes. Palpatine has been added back to the game, obviously. Fixed an issue with Palpatine being very overpowered by restricting the angle from which the player could lock on with his lightning ability. Because previously he was able to, basically if you were looking in a general direction and activated your lightning ability, it would hit someone. Whether they're behind two walls or exactly in front of you, it didn't matter. So they have fixed that. They also fixed an issue where he was able to lock onto targets through walls. Ewok Hunt has been added back to the game. They fixed the issue where stormtroopers were were unable to board the shuttle. They also rebalanced stamina for lightsaber heroes because that was a big thing that they added last big update was the balancing for uh, stamina with lightsaber heroes. Basically, it kind of crapped out the usage of those particular heroes, so they've they've tweaked those specific stats. They fixed the issue in Starfighter Assault on PC where players experienced a short stuttering before being locked on. They also fixed an issue with extraction where objective markers were misplaced on Kessel and Jabba's palace. As far as the patch note goes, it's not actually that much. It's not. This is a just a quick little hot fix. It wasn't intended to fix a bunch of things. It was basically to bring Ewok Hunt and Palpatine back. It just took them a while to get it out. Yeah, but I'm like liking to see how they're changing the stamina for the lightsaber heroes because they should be pretty powerful. And before this was fixed, you could easily take one down with just like a normal trooper. Yes. Now, I still prefer the blaster heroes, but for those people who really enjoyed the lightsaber heroes, but since the patch uh, tweaked them and 
cause them not to enjoy playing them. This should fix a lot of the issues that you were having. So even the uh, the Palpatine fix wasn't even that much, to be honest. No, it, it, it was, was a small... strictly for locking capabilities. Yes. So why did they have to remove from the game is what I'm asking. I think that they they heard the feedback from Battlefront 2015 with Lando and they didn't want to replicate that because but Lando, we've, been, we've been dealing with a broken Palpatine pretty much since day one because he's been a he's been a very interesting character most people uh most people don't they give him a hard time and think he's not viable but but actually he's really overpowered and his lightning was completely broken until up until this point because the locking was completely just destroying everything yes so that because you, you could just like circle around someone with his with his hops and just like melt their health down yeah so this this update has fixed that so we'll see how it goes into more detail we haven't had a lot of time to go into depth and play palpatine more even as a community we haven't had a whole lot of time because that just launched uh i believe this morning as we were recording this august 7th i'm really glad that they are updating these particular things i like now how they had enough of a an idea of what the community thinks to take Palpatine out of the game because that was a huge problem with Battlefront 2015 with that Lando power blast glitch. Yeah, I was in there for like a month or something. Yes, and that whole time people were just using Lando to destroy everyone. I guess if they like really don't have any time to like quickly fix out fix Palpatine, I can understand why they removed him from the game. Like, but you guys aren't really working on anything, so just get it out there. Well, Ben has been on a vacation for the past week or two which is why uh, communication has slowed down but really we're in kind of a dry dry little area for battlefront 2 to where they're kind of aren't they really focusing on the new battlefield like they're they're getting set up for that so they're putting some manpower in that a little area the battlefront team isn't battlefront team is battlefront yes but ea's focus is on battlefield 5 because that is the big that's the next big thing so ea seems to be moving on from battlefront but there still is a focus on battlefront as just a community as a game and the battlefront team is working on things along with uh, ben walks return to dice and the communication for uh, being the community manager after that break he came back with a bang we got the the correct patch notes posted on twitter now we got all of the details that we needed and some ben walk went on twitter and uh, replied to a lot of comments and questions the first that we have is paul blackhall at darth underscore paul black what's the current situation with battlefront 2 hero emotes and victory poses there's no current way to unlock them and ben walk responded with you can purchase them for credits in the next update so confirmation that not not this not this little hotfix but the next actual update that will be bringing uh, new clone appearances that update will bring the ability to purchase hero emotes with credits i really like how they're trying to push the hero emotes but really hasn't been in the game so far because before in a and then battlefront 2015 the emotes were kind of lacking you get through them really quickly and that's what i like about what they're trying to do is push the emotes to where there's so many that you can't really stale them out you know what i mean i think emotes have been a because you haven't been able to purchase them there it hasn't been a highlight but in battle for 2015 i loved using emotes because i could purchase them yeah it wasn't i had the ability if i wanted to spend my credits on a long list of emotes and immediately use them instead but of just, oh just for the uh, the normal trooper classes but 
now that we have hero customizable emotes, as in you can actually equip different ones to your said hero. You know what I mean? Like each hero has a specific emote. Yeah, that it they has can do. it has a has purchasable ones that like he was saying that will will be purchased. I know when when you can purchase them. Okay. We have John J at huh four thousand. Can we get some new content? Can we get some content new or from the old game? Doesn't matter. I'm sick and tired of this bull crap. Though he doesn't use crap. Benwalk responds, uh, it's a bug patch, not an update. Updates are on the way per the roadmap. Benwalk has been being so sassy. Hmm. Uh, someone was talking about um, the game being dead or like, you suck. And he was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> but the Twitter guy has a point. We need some new freaking content. (laughs) Of course. No excuse, Ben. Like, we need some new content. I mean, Solo was a complete disappointment. I've already already spouted my opinions on this, so I'm not going to go back and do it. For the podcast, Joshua at Debbie My Sunshine asks a double question to Ben Walk. The first one is, what's the update on the clone customization, Ben? So happy to have you back. Ben responds with, later in August. Hashtag soon. And then part two, uh, Joshua says, thank you for a- thank you for answering. One more thing. Is the roadmap going to have anything substantial on it? Ben Walk responds with, plan is to get rid of fall and winter and break it down month by month. So their plan is to update the roadmap to where they can, they can finally break it down month by month instead of just fall and winter. Literally fall could be until December 21st and winter all the way into February. We need to get more details on the the time frame of that and exactly what the breakdown with those months will be. Yeah, and the roadmap we have right now is everything we already knew about the game. But compiled in a nice little pretty box. But we need, yeah, we do need little little more specifics to month by month. That's a good that's a good promise from that. And with the the clone customization, that's that should be really awesome, depending on how they implement it. Because the the class customization appearance wise is kind of lacking right now. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the class specific races. Yeah, just everything that they're adding that that's like emote wise, it just seems distant compared to Battlefront 2015. Like in Battlefront 2015, I was really wanting those those species to customize my uh, character for. Mm-hmm. But this game is like, meh. Because we were trained so long to have a random skin. Every time we jumped in the game, it'd be something random or the generic um I mean, apart officer. from apart from hero customization, I just don't really uh, associate myself with that in this new Battlefront. But the previous Battlefront, I was all about it. You know, trying to get that Dark Trooper, trying to get the, you know, the newest uh, level associated skins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um... I think um, my theory, I guess, is because we were started with the game, not able to choose our skins. We've been trained not to be as skin focused as we were in Battlefront 2015. Battlefront 2015, like you were saying, I was all about the skins. I wanted Pancake Face. I wanted the I wanted um, the Rodian. I wanted the the Dark Trooper. I wanted the Twi'lek. I wanted all of the races. But in this game, I'm not about that. I understand that they're trying with the uh, the you know the four classes kind of splits the customization in a way. But it would be awesome if they had you could pick one race and it goes through all of your classes that way and it just yeah. changes their appearance 
minorly. Like the heavy has more armor or something. Instead of, oh, you can only be the Twi'lek if you're the specialist or vice versa. Like, I don't like how each... I mean, it's just more streamlined to have... All of them available. All of them them available to every class. And it customized for every class. Otherwise, you're getting all lost and trying to, okay, my heavy looks like this. My assault looks like this. Yeah, I'm just I'm just not a fan of that. Uh, the next question we have with uh, Ben Walk. Uh, John Joyce, is this patch going to fix the end of round scoring slash credits glitch? Yes, I know we're still getting the correct credits, but would like to actually see what I'm getting accurately. Thanks. Uh, ben Walk responds with, that's in the August update, not tomorrow's patch. And the August update includes the Clone Wars specific customizations that we know of so far yes what we know of is we're getting the the clone customization later in the month we're getting a uh, update to the scoring credits glitch we are getting the ability to purchase hero emotes in the next update so there are the three bigger things that we know are coming in the big august update yeah what battlefront really needs is like to be more focused on the customization for heroes and things because they're obviously trying to push it but it's not as prevalent as other games like gonna use fortnite example like (laughs) <laughs> they're 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 cycling through content every day. They have daily items that update daily and every so often they have new new customizations that come in. They need something I'm not saying they need to copy it, but they need to highlight some kind of customization on the main menu. Like, you know, today we're going to showcase Lando's uh, solo appearance. You know, just cycle through that because a lot of people don't check through the menus and the HUD and all that. So just them, like, highlighting certain customizations or certain items would be awesome. Having a more dynamic um, home menu appearance. I actually really enjoy... Or even just streamline uh, the customization because it's, you know, you have to go to this hero, you have to go down to appearance, you just have to go and do options yeah there are many steps you have to take before you can get into the customization customization um i think that's a downside but overall i prefer battlefronts ui than uh fortnite's just I'm not saying comparing uis i'm just trying to you know them to have daily content that's highlighted i think the main thing is fortnite being the example that you use fortnite came into this as they knew that they were going to be adding consistent content in the form of seasons, in the form of daily updates, in the form of weekly updates, in the form of monthly updates. Well, Battlefront's basically like, uh, what am I going to, what am I doing, guys? Uh, I had an idea, but everything's falling apart around me. I think that's the main thing is they had an idea of what they wanted Battlefront to be with the seasons, with the free content, uh, with the monthly updates, because we we have been getting new content monthly. But it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> it hasn't been a... I, don't, I think the main reason is we haven't been getting maps or heroes monthly. It's been game modes and it's been skins. Honestly, it just seems like the Battlefront time is so slow compared to other games it's like everything's in slow motion the uh the updates the patches just new content in general yeah it does seem the time frame on everything on battlefront is very slow i think that's just because ea is a huge company now i'm not giving them excuses they should be faster but i understand there are many hurdles to get through that first off there's the ea hurdles second off there's the lucasfilm because they are working with star wars and star wars is always been known to be very secretive and very slow with its release of news and another thing that ben walk mentioned is he has put in the request put in a request to show details on obi-wan that base that's basically sending up to sending a note to his higher-ups a message a letter uh, talking to them in a meeting saying you know what we need we we should show off obi-wan and then they get that and they're like okay let's see how how soon do we want to 
approve this. So again, so, they have to send it up to the higher ups and sometimes that isn't their priority and sometimes um, the priorities of the fans are different than those higher ups. So I think that's the big disconnect. And the, the Obi-Wan and the General Grievous seasons coming in fall as the roadmap say. Yes, and we're edging up on that. Edging up on the season fall. Obviously the fall, um, I believe the fall financial quarter is moved forward a bit, which is why fall in the terms of video games and seasons and release dates kind of go all the way up to December 21st. So once we hit fall, we'll have like three months for new content. We know it's going to be at the end of fall because they're never soon with anything. <laughs> they're always extending it. They're always taking their own sweet time. Which is good when you think about it. You want them to take their time with the quality, but hopefully past from what, what we've seen in the past and what we've seen, um, what they do when they take longer, it hasn't been all that wowing with the extra time that they've taken. Again, there have been bugs, there have been just disappointments in terms of com content. Whether or not that content has been great, I'm not saying that. Um, just the disappointment in the amount of it or uh, what we were expecting to see, that that in particular doesn't always match up. That's just starting to give me PTSD to that the whole Last Jedi to solo season time frame. Uh, the next season is going to Just thinking about that makes me so angry. Hopefully... Well, let's see. Let's say December 21st is the time that we get the Obi-Wan General Grievous content. So we got the Han Solo season. It ended in July, right? July, correct. August, September, October, November, December. Five That's months. Five months. That we know it's going to be five months. Because in between The Last Jedi and uh, Han Solo, so... December, January, February, March, April, May. Did we get it in May? Yeah, I think it started in May, correct? Late May or early June. Yeah, it was either like, six, I think it was early June. So six or seven months. Is Half there. a freaking year to get out DLCs. Six months for just complete and utter trash. So I think that that right there is the main thing that it feels like Battlefront slower because this the the idea that we we were uh, introduced to when the game launched or before the game launched so that EA play we've had people saying oh we're doing seasons it's free content and it will be free content in the form of seasons much more frequently than our uh, season pass DLC launches it it hasn't been like that at all um we have been getting monthly updates that have been bringing new content every month. But seasons haven't changed at all. They are still very much those big DLC launches that happen very infrequently. I would like to see more seasons. Tone down what you think a season is. Tone down exactly what it is. Because they're defining content as little little specks of dust that they throw out every once in a while, which is in the form of limited time only game modes, little customizations every once in a while. But really, we were promised at the start of this game to get seasons. That's that's the DLC term that we're getting. And we have only gotten two in a year. A year. When did Fortnite come out? Fortnite is a year old. So it it's has a year five old. freaking seasons. It has had five seasons in one year. And those are really, really in-depth seasons. And we are, uh, let's see, we're heading into the 10th month of Star Wars Battlefront 2's lifetime. So it's been al almost out of 10 months. During that time, we've had two seasons. Two seasons. One of them being completely a disappointment. So we are, we are two months away from the, uh, th we're technically three months away from a year old with Battlefront Battle 2. And by that time, if it's December that we get season three during a whole year, 
we have gotten two seasons. And Battlefront 2015 had four seasons in a year. Yes. And those and those were always promised as, you know, uh, far I mean, far and few between. Like, every three months, every quarter we would get a season which seemed or at a the, DLC which, which seemed at the time like, oh my gosh, it's so long. But now that we're over here in Battlefront 2, that seems actually short. <laughs> and we were promised at the beginning, you know, uh, less time more content you know uh, a season every couple months yeah i think the idea of the game before launch hasn't been followed through and i think that's the main thing now i went i went to say this because it may seem like we're being negative we were being critical i love the game i love this game i adore this game i want this (laughs) game to be the best game it can be but there are things that need to be changed for that to happen and we need we need to push for those kind of things yeah we're just we're gonna have to see how this next season works with obi-wan because this i'm calling it it's make or break at this point yes if they don't wow us this game is dead they need they need a rebranding of the game because in the mindset of gamers and people who or play games maybe they play shooters but they don't necessarily play battlefront or they aren't familiar with the series or just in passing to them the game has just been a failure constantly they think it's just the worst game ever not even taking into account or even questioning that just off the bat they're like oh battlefront 2 that's the sucky game with the crappy uh, microtransactions and the crappy progression system and all of that jazz. When it's not the case, the game is solid. It's a solid game. It's just a lot of the things that started it. At this point, a year it into out. it, we've already played the crap out of the game to where most of the game modes are becoming old and stale in some ways. You know, and that, and that's what we rely on DLC for. Is, is to keep is the a content refresh. Fresh. Yes. So I think they need to push the advertisement they need to push the marketing and they need to push a new face of the game with the next dlc so they can save it i mean at this point at when ea play was happening i was like oh you know four two heroes and two villains like this is going to bring the game back but it turns out i'm only going to do one hero one villain per season mm-hmm. per per quarter so far not necessarily per season because in the han solo season we didn't get any new heroes don't even get me started on that <laughs> That is a uh, topic for another episode, and I believe we are done for this one. Um, Unless there's big news, next episode, I want to talk about the state of Battlefront 2. I want to. We'll see how that goes. Maybe for episode 150, we'll do a huge kind of thing. I want to do another like documentary style on the Battlefront like we did for our uh, episode 100 or uh, for anniversary or episode 100 but i want to do something big like that and get a lot of feedback from the community members from the developers so maybe that's a time for uh later down the road but i do want to explore that uh, in the future but that's it for this episode thank you so much for listening i've been your host age goodwin i'm sam goodwin you can follow us on twitter at swb podcast if you like getting caught up with news as it happens our twitter is the best way to do that i've i've been really happy with the the speed at which i'm able to cover the news like i've got updates on whenever uh, ben walk tweets so if there's something big happening i'm going to we're going to be covering it on our twitter account so definitely go send us a follow at swb podcast definitely worth your while if not you can just unfollow that's how it works <laughs> Our email is uh, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com. That's another way you can get in contact with with us. You can uh, send us feedback. You can send us your thoughts on uh, the, the episode's topics. Send us topic suggestions. We just want to hear from you. Um, it's always helpful to get the communication um, and go forward with that. 
definitely going forward, I want to do a monthly kind of like Q&A like, okay, this is what's happening in the community. Let us know um, through Twitter, through email, that kind of thing. So definitely let us know through that. You can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Battlefront Podcast, or on PayPal, paypal.me slash tie-dye sheep. T-Y-E-D-Y-E-S-H-E-E-P. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Another way you can support us completely free. No money involved at all. Just a little bit of time. Your thoughts. A leaving a review on iTunes or however you listen to the podcast. Let us know what you think. Uh, I know you can leave reviews on Stitcher if you listen through Stitcher. On Google Play, you can do that. Um, Google Podcasts, or I think is what it's called. Apple Podcasts, if you listen through that, you can just head over to our show and let us know what you think. Leave us a review, just stars, or even better, leave us a written review. It helps us out a ton. You can listen to the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you find podcasts. It's always helpful to share the show. So if you enjoy the show and have friends that play Battlefront, share the show. We would really appreciate that. As always, thanks for listening. And may the force be with you.